Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fintech Insider Interviews. I'm MJ, and this week we have a fantastic guest, Laurent Lemoel, the CEO of PayU, the leading online payment service provider dedicated to growth markets, who we caught up with at Money 2020 Europe in Copenhagen. So, hey, here I am with Laurent, who's the CEO of PayU. Hello. Um, I'd love to know a little bit about PayU to start with. Sure. So PayU, think of it, you know, as a classic payments company. Our job is just basically to help merchants accept payments. Mm-hmm. What makes it a bit different is that we operate, you know, in a lot of very exotic countries, you know, mm-hmm. like India, like Africa, you know, like Latin America, Central Eastern Europe, Russia, Turkey. Mm-hmm. So all countries where there is a lot of growth mm-hmm. for e-commerce, uh, a lot of countries where, you know, people pay with Visa and MasterCard, but mm-hmm. not just with Visa and MasterCard, mm-hmm. with a lot of, you know, funky products that only they know, but that account for one in two transactions. So our job is to do that. I saw on uh, one of your, I think, websites that um, you took something like a hundred different ways of, of payment or something? Yeah, two, 250, actually. 250? 250. And look, you know, uh, before PayU, I spent a lot of time with uh, big American companies in payments. And... You try to, to make it like, you know, payments is global. It's mm-hmm. actually absolutely not true. It's not even becoming global. It's becoming even more fragmented mm-hmm. uh, for two reasons. The first one is what is called alternative payment methods. As I say, it's not alternative. It's one in two transactions. Mm-hmm. The second thing is actually people want to have better control mm-hmm. on how they spend their money, how they get their money. So, you know, you need to be able, you know, to have all these local payment means. Um, if you're a big global merchants, at the end of the day, what you want is higher conversion. So for that, you know, you need to have all the, the, the deep, you know, connections with the local banks and you need just to give, you know, consumers what they want. Mm-hmm. So the 250 payment means at the end of the day, this is what will bring you your next 1 billion people. Wow. So I'm not sure I can even list. 30 different payment uh, you know, means. Are you going to ask me to list one no. of them? <laughs> <laughs> but how do, yeah. they, how do they categorize down? I mean, I guess there's sort of, you know, you've got the M-Pesas, the kind of mobile things, you've got cards. Uh, how I think, do they classify? Uh, yeah, uh, good question. I think at the, at the end of the day, just to, to make it simple, is like what are the true big networks and platforms? Mm, okay. So you have the, the card. Mm-hmm. platforms, right? The big global ones. There's mm-hmm. only a few, right? Mm-hmm. The Visa, MasterCard, and so on. But then you have all the regional or local schemes. Okay. Okay? So that's what, you know, that's the big trends over the, 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 the past few years is every big country mm-hmm. will want to have control mm-hmm. over, you know, their own local schemes. Mm-hmm. This is what you see in India, like with UPI. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that took many years in the UK, like faster payments, mm-hmm. They got it up and running in 18 months. Mm-hmm. That's quite unique, mm-hmm. right? Or you have China Union Pay. So you have the local schemes. Mm-hmm. And that's a matter of, you know, sovereignty mm-hmm. almost for any big company, uh, big country, sorry. Then you will have all the bank-based accounts, mm-hmm. you know, payments. Okay. That's also another one. Right. And then you will have all the legal legacy, you know, payment systems, mostly sometimes based on cash. Okay. For instance, at the end of the day, you still want to bridge the gap between cash and electronic money. And there are multiple ways to do that. Mm-hmm. M-Pesa is a fantastic way to do it. Mm-hmm. But every country will have its own version of that. So if you put all of that together, yeah, you get to 250. Is it going to go down? I'm not sure. 
Actually, mm-hmm. I think it could increase. Um, the, the question then is like more, okay, if you are in the payments business, how you can aggregate that mm-hmm. and how you can simplify that for, for the big merchants. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, what they want is I want the best of both worlds. I want all the payment methods, but can you just give me one API? Mm-hmm. Of course. That's what we do. So you focus on e-commerce and sort of online, online business. We, we, we focus on digital transactions. Okay. So. Online meaning like, you know, uh, if I take India, for instance, that's one of our biggest markets. Mm -hmm. In India, if you take all the e-commerce transactions, uh, we basically process 60% of them. Wow. Okay. So that's big. Um, 75% of that is only mobile. Mm -hmm. That's it. It started like this, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And in fact, 70% for me is, I think it's still a bit small. Right. It should be even higher than that. Um, so we only focus on the, the, the thing here is like when we look at the growth of e-commerce, physical goods is just a small part. Mm. The biggest part is all digital goods. It's all services. Mm-hmm. It's all the subscription. It's all the games. It's all, you know, uh, the services that you consume around the world that are global by essence. So I think we are in a good spot because we are in these markets where, you know, there's a lot of growth where everybody wants to go, but it's actually a bit complicated to get there. And we're just trying to simplify all of that. Wow. So it seems like you're uniquely positioned having, you know, a nice market share or big market share in a great market. What are the, um, what are the kind of key themes or the things that you're seeing develop at the moment? Um, Payments is a fantastic business if you can get out of it. Um, so for us, I think the, the, the reality is we are in all of these key markets. We have a payments business, but truly, what does it give you payments? Mm. I think it gives you two things. Transactional data, mm-hmm. which I think is very valuable. Mm-hmm. It's not all the data, but it's a very valuable one. And the second thing is we have a, a merchant distribution network. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this little checkout page you know, on your mobile, it's a it's, it's very valuable piece of real estate, mm-hmm. right? You can push products for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole strategy of what we're, we're doing right now is leveraging our payments business to move into financial services. Okay. Because in a lot of these markets, actually, um, access to credit mm-hmm. is still a big, big pain for consumers mm-hmm. and therefore also a big need for merchants because mm-hmm. that's the way also for them to increase their sales. Mm-hmm. So... The big move we've made actually was to start building our own product for consumer credit mm. in different shapes, right? Like a pay later type of product. We have launched a, a product in, in India called Lazy Pay. Okay. Meaning, you know, just, just one click you buy and you will pay later. Mm. And the whole promise of that is I know enough about you. By the moment, you know, you click on that button, I already know enough about you mm. um, that I can afford to take the risk and get the money later. Okay, so we are starting to build our products around this to serve these, these consumers. The, the key realization for us was what's the only thing that truly you need to have is, is a, a credit scoring engine. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, we started to work with a company called Creditec. Okay. We worked together. We built a product. We launched it. Um, it worked very well. So then, okay, we decided to invest. We, we, we put $120 million, you know, on the tables and as an investment with them and said, with that money, we're going to help you come to India and make it big there. Because I guess what you're looking for is a, is a non-traditional credit scoring. You can't, like in a, a developed country, go and ask a credit bureau, you know, is Jason worth the money? It's very much more behavioral scoring and a yeah. variety of other sort of algorithms. Yes. Uh, well, well, you, you, you need to, to, to invent new models, right? It's in, in, Take India, uh, of course, 
people you know have credit cards. Mm. But it's 1% of the population. It's the people who actually don't need credit in the first place, mm. right? Uh, and that's because, yes, the, the model, uh, it's, it's still you know, basically the same, right? Mm. Um, here, you're just starting from all the data that is available. And again, just having, you know, your mobile data, you know, mm. just having, you know, two-factor authentication, which is truly a pain mm. all around the world. Here, actually, you can leverage that to reconstruct, you know, the whole financial profile of a consumer. Mm. And suddenly, you've got something valuable. So, the, the whole point here is like, the data is there. Mm. If you have the right credit scoring and the right people, which is a mix of, let's take the technology of someone like Credit Tech. But let's have also the local expertise mm. of people who truly understand how it works in India. That's what we provide. If you mix the two, what's going to come out of that? Mm. We believe, and we hope, really, that's going to uh, come out, you know, a, a, a hugely successful new consumer franchise, really, on that. The Financial Times guides you through complex issues. In divisive times, don't settle for black and white. When you need the full perspective, turn to ft.com. Become a subscriber today. Search for FT Subscription. Critical mass. That's what turns the smallest ventures into life-changing forces. Reach critical mass by joining Temenos Open Marketplace for fintechs. Opening up access to 2,000 of the world's largest financial institutions. Don't just take our word for it. Temenos Marketplace has just one reader's choice Best Emerging Innovative Technology Product and Service at the 2016 Banking Technology Awards. Join Temenos now. We make the money go round. Let's be honest. Most digital banking experiences just aren't that amazing. Learn how more than 180 banks worldwide, including Barclays, Deutsche Bank and BBVA, innovate faster with Strands as their trusted fintech partner. To find out more, visit strands.com today. Super exciting. It reminds me a little of uh, Klarna just having applied yep. for their banking license. Yeah. Again, coming from that sort of point of sale lending and, yeah. and uh, you know, data. That's the sense of history, not to get a banking license, right? Uh, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. In the UK, some people start with that. Yes, exactly. In other countries, maybe other people end with that. Exactly. I don't know. No, that's, that's why, um, you know, I think we talk to a lot of fintechs where the unit economics just don't work. They're building scale, you know, so eventually they can pivot around to something that makes money. Whereas what fascinates me about what you're doing and what Klan is doing is you're actually starting from a great viable business and then that actually is not only viable in terms of revenue, but in terms of the amount of data that you're collecting and the customers that you're out there touching, and then turning that or exploring how that turns into more general you know, financial services. We, we will get into banking. That's the sense of history. That's, uh-huh. that's, that's for sure. But I think it, it, it's just the, the, the starting point is very different, mm. and, and that's fine. You know, it's the, everybody has its own model, right? Yeah. I think for us is from a payments franchise moving into um, consumer mm. credit first. And we're starting, by the way, f- by the consumer, with the consumer, which is much more difficult in a way. We started with that also because it makes your whole payments business much more um, attractive mm-hmm. and differentiated. We're moving into also uh, merchant financing. Um, but yes, you're right. I mean, at least these, these are services where the economics um, can be also challenging, right? At the end of the day, you better be sure you know you know how to manage your risk sure. and you better be sure also you need uh, you, you you know how to manage your own balance sheet exposure or 
you know how to leverage other people's balance sheet. Mm-hmm. But we believe that once you've, you've really mastered that, then you truly have a good business that then, you know, if you want to go into consumer banking and, and, and deposits, basically, mm-hmm. okay, it's just an extension mm-hmm. of that offer. It's a, it's a new way to distribute your product. Um, do we want to control everything? Do we want to do everything? Absolutely not. We'd mm-hmm. rather also partner. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I take India, but I could take also Latin America. There's a lot of wallet providers. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Let them do their job, mm-hmm. acquiring consumers, pushing offers, loyalty program, whatever you, they want, you can still be, you know, the partner of choice for the financial services, you know, products they will distribute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yes, getting into, um, um, you know, the holy grade of banking, which is deposits, that's that's a bit the sense of history. It's w- 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 what is your starting point there uh, differs, right? Mm. Um, I'm spending a lot of time trying to, to understand, you know, the different models of digital banking, really seeing, you know, the different challenger banks. Um, it's fascinating what's happening in Europe. I don't see anything exciting in the U.S., honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Latin America, also um, very interesting, especially when you go to, uh, to market like Brazil, where mm-hmm. I think it's it's the market where the bank are the most greedy in the world. Mm-hmm. People should go and visit that. It's mm-hmm. the executives of the bank in Brazil. If you see me, it's like, guys, you're just fantastic. <laughs> so greedy. Um it doesn't mean, you know, that you can just go there with a mobile app and consumers will flock, you know, to a franchise. Sure. So there's still some work to do there. At the end of the day, you don't disrupt anything when you have only 100,000 customers. Right? Right. So how do we scale that? Yeah. Um, I think we're all still struggling a bit with this. Mm. Um, so we're here in money 2020, Copenhagen, yeah. a long way away from exotic locations. And I guess, you know, it's exotic Copenhagen. <laughs> <laughs> what are you here for? What are you looking, looking for? I'm here just to meet a lot of people that I never had the opportunity to meet. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that. it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. That's one. We all get together here. Mm-hmm. So we keep tab on each other. Like, how is your business growing? You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, uh, I think it's good now that the fintech hype is a bit slowing down. Um, you know, in Europe, a lot of great companies, um, at the end of the day now, uh, you, you start seeing the ones that are truly emerging as the leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're going to be serious in terms of uh, being an investor as well. Where is the growth capital coming from? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of seed, you know, series, etc. The growth capital in Europe now it's time to get serious. Mm. So that's that's what. Well, I guess we just see it across the pond, don't we? To uh, New York, East Coast, West Coast. Generally, that that's the the approach of you get your seed in London, maybe something in Berlin, across the across the water. Do you think that will change? Do you think Europe? Uh, I think you, know, you will need to start? Leak, you you need to look e- east, actually. East. Yeah. This is where the money is. Sure. I think this is where the money will come from, also. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'd rather take a, a plane ticket and, and go to Shanghai and Beijing mm-hmm. and spend time there. Mm-hmm. This is where you have deep pocket, you know, uh, investors mm-hmm. that are truly looking at new models in, in Europe, mm-hmm. okay, um, that are willing to invest mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to scale the businesses. So I, I think this is a, a reality. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Laurent, thank you for your time. Um, it's been really great to talk to you. Yeah. So thank you very much. And that's it for another episode of Fintech Insider Interviews. Thank you very much to Laurent Lamal. We hope you enjoyed the show. And don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends about us, and leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening and have a fantastic weekend.